Jones. With me as always, the incredible Bobo Jones. How is it going? It's going great, my friend. I'll tell you how Sorry. it's going for me. One and six with the second most points in the league and first in points scored against. One and six. Tough fucking season. Gonna lose that trophy. But that's uh that's not what we're here for. We're here for we're here for good fantasy football. We'll kick it off with a little dubs diamonds. Number five this yeah. week, someone we both shit on pretty consistently, Tua Tagovailoa. Twenty actually gonna get some love later. Oh, all right. Twenty-eight point five points for Tua. Number four, Mike Evans, thirty-one point six with Antonio Brown out. He was the beneficiary there. Number three, Jamar Chase, rookie sensation, thirty-three point one in that route over Baltimore. Uh, number two, Alvin Kamara, 33.9. Uh, it seems like every single play in that game was Alvin Kamara. I was checked down central. Yeah, he was the only one actually playing offense. Number one. Yeah, everybody else was watching. <laughs> number one, we know him, we love him. Cooper Cup, 37.6. He's like a mainstay, him and Chase, every week. Wide receiver dominant this week in Dubs Diamonds. Falling out, wide receivers falling out. Let's uh, all that quarterback, quarterback and running back love. They're like, hey, what about us? Yeah, what about us? What about us? All right, let's go through the quarterbacks quickly. Number five, Tom Brady, twenty four point four. Aaron Rodgers, number four, twenty four point seven. Matt Stafford at three, twenty seven point two. Uh, with Cooper Cup at the top, you know Stafford's going to be at the top in QBs. And same thing with Burrow and Chase. Burrow comes in at number two, twenty-seven point six, and we already said number one was Tua. Uh, running backs, we hit one was Kamara. Number two, DeAndre Swift, twenty-eight point four. Damian Harris, twenty-five point three. That's my guy. Fifty-four thirteen win over the Jets. Suck one. Number four, Dearness Johnson, twenty-four point eight. Sleepers, let's go. And number five, Brandon Bolden. Look at that, Brandon Bolden. Yeah. It's a shocker right there. 19.9 for him. Uh, wide receivers, we went through three of them. Uh, numbers four and five were A.J. Brown and McLaurin with 27.3 and 25.2 respectively. Uh, McLaurin's Market monsters. Yeah, they are. McLaurin sporting a questionable tag for the second week in a row. Uh, tight ends, number one, C.J. Uzoma, 24.1. He's having uh, not a bad year. Oh, Burrow's looking his way, man. Burrow loves him. Kyle Pitts, 23.3 at number two. Number three, Mike Jasicki, the Jizz Stick, 21.5. Foster Moreau, 18 fantasy points. Derek Carr said he wanted to get him more involved. He did just that. Big game for Foster Moreau. And number five, Bobby Tanyan, 16.3. On tight end appreciation day. Yeah, like tight that. end appreciation day was kind of the no-name guys. The bigger name tight ends weren't really as productive. No, Kelsey. I think Waller was out. Kelsey injured. was seven. Walton, or not Walton. Waller was out injured. Uh, Andrews had a bad day. Fant down there. Hawkinson only ten. The guys that are at the top had a slow day. Zach Ertz sixteen with Arizona. Little tight end love yeah. there too. Uh, you want to get to some busts? Yeah. Uh, some names on the list this week that probably. Shouldn't be there, but it's a buy. So, uh, number one I went with was uh, Brandon Ayuk, man. He had one carry for three yards, one reception for six yards. 
4.9. And we talked on the on Stone Sports. He had that like muffed punt return that should have been a safety and ended up being a touchback. Yeah, some weird NFL rule that they have. Uh, here's also another shocker this week. Number two, the Ravens defense. Oh. One interception, 41 points allowed, 520 yards given up. He also had one sack and one fumble. Now, defenses don't really make the list, but in the Dynasty League that we are in together, you lose points for how many yards you give up. They ended up with negative five. That's not crazy. That's not crazy. All right, that's what I'm saying. That's why I threw him on the list this week. I know it's a kind of a weird list this week, you know. That's why when you're up, you're already winning. They got no players left, and you have a defense on that Monday night. You bench them. Yeah. No matter what. I don't like starting defenses on Thursday night games either because they're on a short week, you know, and they just are, you know, just starting to heal from the game on Sunday, you know. Yeah, those Thursday night games are usually high scores. The last couple have been (laughs) low. We'll see if that stays the same with Arizona and, uh, Green Bay this week. I doubt it. Uh, number three for me was Brandon Cooks. He had, five, he had seven targets. He caught five of them, but only 21 yards. He, he fucked me in daily. I was, I missed, 7.1. uh, yeah, me too. I have a group one mm-hmm. where like you get like 55 bucks or whatever if you win. And I was, I lost by like six points. I was in first all day and Brandon Cooks fucked me. Everyone else in my lineup did good except for Brandon Cooks. Oh, man, that's rough when you miss him. I'm one guy, you know? Yep. Tough stuff. Number four for me was Chuba Hubbard. 12 carries, 28 yards. Chuba. He saw five targets, but he only caught four for 28 yards. 9.6. I expected much, much better from them going up against the Giants, you know? Everyone they did. They ended up getting crushed 28 to 3. They got exposed. Just, yeah, it was so lopsided. Everyone Again, knows the Panthers it. are phonies now. Yeah, we talked about it before. It's like, you know, they're really a team basically lives or dies without with Christian McCaffrey. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so they started off hot with him and then he's gone and then now they're sinking and then their defense has faded away too. Fade to black. Uh number five for me this week, and he this guy seems to be on here every couple of weeks. And that's Antonio Gibson. He had 14 carries for 51 yards. He actually caught two receptions for five yards. He had another fumble, which is three games in a row with a fumble. It was ugly. He had 7.6. For a guy I thought was going to be a top five running back this year, he is yes, not, not performing up to at, that all. at all. Yeah. No, and my uh, Queef for the Week goes to Patrick Mahomes. Queef for the Mr. Week. Mr. Half a Billion Dollar Guy. We got a half a billion dollar queef this week. Yep. 20 for 35, 206 yards, one interception, six carries, 35 yards, one fumble, 8.7. And it was disgusting, man. That game was on TV out here. I saw it. It was just, I don't know, man. They need some help. They need <laughs> they something. They need 911, bro. They need, <laughs> shit. They need something. I don't know if you can fix it. That boat seems like it's sinking, and it's sinking fast. Yeah, it might be. Also it might be a lost too. cause at this point. Yeah, you might just want to chalk it up and call it an L. Start tanking for a pick. So man, the Raiders, right? The Raiders rattle off like two or three more wins, something like that. It's 
Uh, that's a wrap. Start looking for next year. That's yeah. a wrap because you're one of the wild cards that's going to come out of the uh, AFC North. And I would try to trade away Tyron Matthew, see if you could get a you know, high pick, maybe a, yeah, something for him. You know what I mean? And just start over. You got your offense. Just you need to work on the defense. Yeah, the defense is piss poor. Uh, anybody want to go th- go over our sleepers from last week? <sighs> Not really, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Actually, before we do, I got I got a question for you. Shoot. We mentioned the Pats already. Brandon Bolden's up at the top. He's in the top five for running backs. Damian Harris is up there. Does it? I mean, Damian Harris is clearly the running back to have. But if there is there any other running back on the Patriots that's worth picking up? Um. I, okay. Now. The- I'll actually give a shot at this one because I actually have Ramondre Stevenson in the Dynasty League, you know, and they don't, he doesn't really play that often. Uh, He's been a healthy scratch gotta, like most of the games this year. Right. And then it's like the week before that, I don't think Bolden played, right? And it was Stevenson. Bolden's it was, uh, Harris. No, nah, Taylor and, didn't play the week before. I Taylor think. didn't. Taylor. Okay. Yeah. So Bolden's no, played keep, every game, I think. And they keep maybe everyone but I mean, one. I think Bolden might be an ad and he might be like a flex play depending. On the matchup, yeah. Taylor, but like I'd using him as that. a combo of like Burkhead and White. Taylor only got them two TDs because they were up big and they pulled Harris. Yeah. So that he wouldn't get hurt, and they threw him in there. So that's the only reason why he had that opportunity. It's not like he earned it, you know. But Brandon Bolden has been in the system for a long time, and he would be the only other guy that I would pick up. That's maybe as a flag, a flex play, and then maybe you handcuff Harris with Stevenson. That's fair. I'm going to give you Brandon Cook's uh, last five games. Oh. 5.2, 11.1, 7.1, 1.1, 19.9. Oh, yeah, but I think that's matchup-based, too. Yeah, you know? for sure. And it's also, also too that's easy about, double teams. Average out to about eight per week over those five. Getting double teams. But I think it's going to pick up because Tyrod Taylor is coming back from injury. Tyrod Taylor... First couple games he was in there was peppering him with targets. Who? I mean, Pep uh, Tyrod Taylor when he was being for the Texans. Yeah, but weeks peppering who two. with targets? Brandon Cooks. Oh, I was talking about Brandon Bolden. Oh, Brandon Bolden? You said Cooks. Did I say Cooks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you bad. said Cooks. That's why I was talking about the Texans. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Where'd we go? Oh, Brandon Bolden. <laughs> Those, I was reading Did off I... Brandon Bolden's last five weeks. Okay, then he might just be maybe a pickup and a stash if you have, like, an open seat on the bench. You know what I mean? Because, again, it's like, you know, Damian Harris is the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for it's sure. Been, Brandon Bolden, Bolden, Harris right. is the one now, to is have. Bolden taking over the James White role? I mean, if so, and that's going to be consistent, then, yeah, that's a flex play for me every week. But once you read them five games off to me, I'm like, ugh. You know? That was starting so, way back at the Saints game, which feels like a century ago now does yeah no um i don't know he's maybe just a uh, you got an open spot on your bench and you're kind of shallow at running back pick him up and stash him yeah fair enough possible bye week cover but nothing past that all right let's get into the sleepers i'll hit uh last week's who had first pick me or you me right first you went first oh i went first yeah you took jacobs no i took uh, Jacobs was my 
second pick. Rashad Bateman was my first pick. All right, Rashad Bateman was your No, J- yeah, Jacobs was my first pick. Rashad that's what Bateman. I thought. All right, that's and the order. Cole that was the order I had him in. So Jacobs, 15.8 for you. Your first one there. Uh, second, Bateman, as you said, 11 points for him. And Cole Komet rounded it out with 9.3. Those were your okay. sleepers this week. Yeah, I thought I did horrible because I saw that Jacobs left the game with an injury. I'm like, I thought you did horrible. Yeah, let's get to I my did. let's get to my sleepers. Dearness Johnson, twenty four point eight, fucking stud, carrying my week. The next two zeros. Hilton Bailey. didn't play. Hilton didn't play at least. Amon Ra played and put up a donut. So zero oh. from Hilton and zero from Amon Ra St. Brown. I apologize for those sleepers. Dearness Johnson was a great pick though. I had him in daily. He was most of what put me in a position to win. Yeah, no, he was phenomenal, and I'm pretty sure he just earned the second running back spot. And behind Chubb. Behind yeah, Chubb for agreed. right now while Hunt's on IR. Agreed. But, yeah, those are our sleepers. Give me your first pick. Yeah, we'll get into this week's. Um, Let's see. I have three here. I'm going to go. My first pick's going to be Kenneth Gainwell, Philadelphia oh, running back. fucking asshole, man. <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell's going to be filling. He's been a big part of their passing game already this season and with Miles Sanders out with is it a wrist injury? Ankle. Ankle. Ankle injury. Funny one around his heel they said. Gotcha. Weird one around his heel. So and Miles Sanders going to be out for some time. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell's already been involved in the passing game. Boston Scott's going to get some more touches but I think Gainwell's going to end up taking over that primary back role in Philly and again the passing yardage and passing downs are going to help him out fantasy wise i love this fucking pick it was my pick i even had it for his name his kenneth gain well he will gain well and he will gain often this <laughs> week against detroit yeah i love that matchup week. too eight targets in a ppr league it's phenomenal Here's a question for you i can't decide between jerry judy or kenneth gainwell at my flex judy's coming back I'd wait to see how he does. He had 13 points in the first half of the first game, though, before he got hurt. Yeah, I know, but he's coming back. I just let me see it first. Um, take a so game well. play over. Yeah, because he's gonna get all the running back reps. I have a. Uh, I have to start Hurts this week too, because Lamar's on a bye. Go for it. Like it. Well, I don't hate it, man. Well, I love the Philly double stack. Mine. Yeah, actually, we're gonna actually double dip because. My next sleeper pick is going to be Devonta Smith. I like um, that. Last week, he saw nine targets. He hasn't had no touchdowns since week one, and he's only had one game over 100 yards. But I think it's fucking Detroit. This is his coming out game. I think he gets into the end zone, maybe five catches, 50, 60 yards, but I think he gets the touch. He's got a ton of targets. he gets a TD. Yep. I don't hate that. That's my that's my number one. So I'm digging a little bit deeper in the bag here. All right. Oh, uh, we got Dawson Knox out in Buffalo. Tight end has been a little bit weak. You had people uh, disappoint last week. Um, I know Mark Andrews is on the bye this week. Maybe you need a tight end cover. Tommy Sweeney. He's going to be filling in for Dawson Knox in Buffalo. We all know the amount that Josh Allen has been going to Dawson Knox. Hopefully that trickles down a little bit to Tommy Sweeney. Possible uh, bye week cover. Throw him in for a couple weeks and maybe you get 
the upside for the Dawson Knox absence. Here's what scares me about that. This is the only one that you've had that I've also shown because you still got to get through Diggs. You still got to get through Sanders. Yeah, but Knox was. Yeah, I know, but Knox is Knox. You know what I mean? The and also, guy, but uh, the other thing is with Buffalo is they don't go to those guys short often. Diggs, yeah, but the rest of the guys kind of just go deep. Yeah, I'm just also worried, too, that they get out. And red zone them. protection. Or protection. They get red out zone big protection. on them and they run the football. That's my only thing is that they get up big and then they start running the football. It's possible. I don't care. I'm riding with it. Well, we'll see. Stadium. I'm curious. No, no, listen, I... Hey, that's your pick. We'll see you next week. You know what I mean? Like I'm. I hope he does well. Who are they playing? Miami division game. Yeah. They might. They might keep it close. See. Number two. Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. All right. Playing Seattle this week. Seattle's dog shit. Yeah, they're. They have one. Great defender, and his name is Bobby Wagner. And Marvin Jones, it. yeah, Marvin Jones had That's those it. three great games at the start. He went eighteen point seven, seventeen point five, and twelve point two. Had a bunch of down weeks, but against Miami before the bye week, he put up twenty three. So I, I don't know. He's I, the I like, number one guy, it. man. Yeah, last game he got ten targets in that fucking barn burner versus Miami, where yeah. they uh, lost on that late field goal. Seven catches, also, ten targets, a hundred and a touchdown. We'll take those. Yep. Also like him in daily this week. 5700 bucks. That's cheap. I've been riding uh, Marquise Brown in daily, so I might maybe we'll throw uh, Marvin Jones in to cover the Marquise Brown absence. Go for it. I don't like I said. I I'm rocking it. I like him. I also like the 5700 price point. Yeah, we'll take I mean? we'll take that. Uh, that's where I kind of like to stay out with receiver because you can get good value there. Uh, number three for me this number. week. K.J. Osborne, he had that game-winning touchdown for Minnesota. He's been number three there. Getting a good amount of targets from Kirk Cousins, but the yardage just hasn't been there. Uh, he's been going deep to Jefferson and Thielen. Uh, Osborne been running a lot of those underneath routes, but maybe that touchdown starts getting him more looks. I don't know. I don't hate it. Well, yeah. Also, he's in line. You know, those Irv Smith targets are gone. Right, and you know, Conklin they picked up, hasn't they picked up, been. Conklin has, has fallen off. They picked up Chris Herndon. He hasn't done shit. You know what I mean? So you run that play action after they pound it with Dalvin Cook a couple times, and then you hit him deep for a ball or a deep post, you know? Or he takes an underneath route, like you said, and just dips and shits on somebody. He's not slow. No. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I could see him breaking one away like DJ, like DK Metcalf did on day nine against uh, Saints, you know? That busted, you know what I mean? Like uh, something happened, the dude fell down, but it, it he broke it either way. You know, he took it to the house. So, uh, here's another one too. Just we can't really use this one because it's a Thursday night game. But if they were playing on Sunday, I would have used Randall Cobb, Devonte Adams yeah. out. That's Aaron Rodgers' guy. I think Randall Cobb's gonna have a good game against Arizona. Be Tanya too. Yeah. Be Tanya back to back weeks. All right, my number three this week is going to hit the running back potential, and I'm going to go with Javante Williams. They're playing Atlanta this week. Uh, he led his team in targets last Thursday. I think this is the game he just takes the job from 
from Gordon. Because he's looked, he's looked good. The rookies look really good. Nah, he's actually in, been in there on some pass protection, which is great. That lets you seize the field more when you can pass protect. So I think this might be like a Javante Williams coming out game. All right. We'll see what happens. I don't hate it. Yeah. I like Javante Williams, and I've been waiting for him to take that role from Melvin Gordon, but we'll see yeah, if this is the week. he's washed up. Either he takes it or Gordon gets hurt like he normally does near the, you know, into the season and then loses it either way. But, yeah, that's Williams' job. Right. All right, well, this you said uh, you didn't want to do waivers this week. We wanted to get into no, because, some trade targets, right? Yeah, because the trade deadline – a deadline is approaching, folks. Right? November. It might be two, three weeks, uh, maybe two weeks away, something like that. November 12th, something like that. Ultra 16th, one of them days. I'll have to double check. We'll, we'll have more info on that. But uh, yeah, we don't want to do waivers because everybody's coming back from by. So you're going to be dropping people. You know, I don't, I don't really have any waivers for you this week. We're going to switch that up with some trade targets. So, uh, you went first with the sleepers. I'll go first with the trade target. Yeah, we'll throw out. You did uh, quarterback and running back, and I went with wide receiver, tight end. That's correct. For our trade targets uh, this week. Earlier, now I want to remind everybody when I'm speaking this, this is for fantasy football, okay? All right, fantasy <laughs> guys, okay? The Dirty 30 is a fantasy football show presented by Stone Sports. This is not. We do not That's want right. our teams to go out and trade for these people. Fantasy. I'm probably going to catch a, a flack for this, but I don't give a fuck. Utonga Vailoa. I said earlier I was going to give him some love, and here it comes. <laughs> listen to this. Just for, <laughs> it's for fantasy. Listen to, listen to this. Six out of his next nine are all plus matchups. Plays Houston, the Jets, Carolina, the Giants, the Jets, and Tennessee. Doesn't, don't those right? games smell like they're going to run the ball a lot? No, 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 no. Tua's doing his thing, man. Tua's doing his thing right now. Uh, he also has a late bye. And uh playoff schedule is not bad either. Oh, when you get to the playoffs in week 14, 15, 16, 17, three out of them four matchups are a plus. So that's what I'm looking at when I'm looking at trades. It probably wouldn't cost you much either. Right. That's the direction Just, I, I know you don't like it. Targets. Yeah, I know you don't like I it. I went with low cost. Yes, I look looking at someone you can get cheap that you wouldn't have to give up a lot for, but can pay dividends in the end. Right. And, you know, nine games, ten games left, and, you know, six out of them ten are good. Like, you know what I mean? And them, them four bad games, they're spaced out. So it's not like you get them back to back to back, you know? Yeah, no, I don't I don't hate that at all. Because no one's going to part with the top guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at upside. So. I like the, the playoff matchups are, are the only good part for me right there. That's what's selling me. I'll take it. I'll, I'll say it's a good one. The, tri- the uh, playoff matchups are selling me. Okay, well, here's a little extra nugget on that. For the last two games, he's rushed for 58 yards as well. He's starting combined? to bring his legs in two or two. Yeah, combined. Okay. But it's not a lot, but still, it's showing that he's not afraid to to run it if he needs to. Till somebody blows out his ankle. Doesn't matter, man. It's bonus points. 
<laughs> it's a low cost, so it's not really going to hurt you. You know, say you have someone else. Like, say you got Daniel Jones. You know what I mean? You don't want yeah. Daniel Jones. Make a trade for Tua, you know? I hear you. Risk it, right. risk it, buddy. Do you want me to do my first one, or do you want to do your next one? Uh, I'll just do my second my second one. All right, let's go run it back next. Yeah, and I went with Damian Harris. Yeah. The same thing. Top five same in thing. a ton of running categories this year. Uh, yards, touch, touches, well, this touchdowns. This one hard he's, to get. He's up there. But for me, it's, the ske- it's his schedule. Plus, plus his playoff schedule. Six out of the next nine are soft against the run. Carolina, Cleveland, Atlanta, Tennessee, Indy, Jacksonville. And Max good, but you know with a rookie QB, Bill's going right. to look to run They want to run it, especially when it starts to get cold. Right. Uh, and listen, three out of the four opponents in the playoffs are also soft against the run. Play They play uh, Buffalo late. Them next, But three out of the next four with that Buffalo game in there, get, you play a game, you come off the bye, you play soft, you play Buffalo, and then the next two are soft. We'll take playoffs. that. Well, yeah, you will. You know what I mean? I, I picked one wide receiver, too, and we were just bashing him a little bit. But I went with Brandon Cooks. Number one, he's the lone bright spot on a shitty team. And he'll probably get traded in real life, too. They might. Trade him I've heard Packers. Yeah, someone in a, a playoff team is probably going to scoop him up. Uh, if they don't, his playoff schedule is also get great. Three out of the four are uh, bad against the um, pass. And look at this. After the Rams game, he has six straight versus teams that are terrible against the pass. He has Miami. He has a bye. He has Tennessee, Jets, Indy, Seattle, Jacksonville. He plays a tough matchup in the Chargers, and then he has San Francisco. Then another matchup against Miami, I believe. So, not yeah. Miami. Just He has one matchup against Miami. He plays another team after San Fran. I didn't write it down. I can't remember who it is. But uh, stick straight versus teams that are terrible. Volume. Opportunity. So my picks. All right. I'm going to give you my, my first receiver pick here. Uh, I got two tight Four. ends after to go with, but I got a receiver here. Marquez Callaway for the Saints. And I know you might be like, well, hold on. Michael Thomas is coming back. I yeah. think that p- could possibly benefit him. Because everybody, all the attention will be on Michael Thomas. Right. And Jameis clearly likes to throw to him deep. They've been looking at him in the red zone. He's got three touchdowns in his last three games. Um, the guy, the, uh, let me read off the opponents for his next games. Or one-on-one coverage for him. Michael yeah, exactly. Back. Exactly. Trayvon Smith back, too. And you and know Jameis, and Jameis loves to throw to those Single yes, coverage yes. is deep, so I, I like yeah. Marquez Callaway. And these are, these are his opponents coming up. Uh, Atlanta or sorry, Tampa Bay, bad against the pass. Atlanta, Tennessee, Philly, Buffalo, Dallas, Jets, Tampa Bay again, and this is your playoff schedule. Miami, Carolina, Atlanta. I like the playoff schedule. I like the matchup with Buffalo, but that's that's yeah, that's or, uh, the only one really. And a couple um, other ones. No, there's another one that you said after Buffalo that didn't really like that matchup either. Uh, who was it? Who was after Buffalo? Dallas. 
Trayvon Diggs. Dallas, and they play, yeah, Dallas and... Um, then the Jets are after that. Yeah, no, that's a... So you got two down weeks in there, throw him in with uh, the rest of the weeks, and then you put him in the playoffs. And especially if he's able to outproduce Michael Thomas and stays as the number one there, I I like that a lot. Also, you know what I like about that, too, is that he becomes flicks for the daily. Right. And what I'm saying with... What I was saying at the start, like I went with buy low. You're not going to have to pay a whole lot to get Marquez Calloway. You could possibly get rid of somebody with a bigger name that's underperforming for a Marquez Calloway that's going to pay dividends in the playoffs. I like that. Stash and, stash and play later. Exactly. Uh, next up, tight end, Hunter Henry. Uh, same thing. I think you could probably buy low on him. Uh, tight ends, I feel like, don't have the best value in fantasy unless they're the top guys. But oh, no, Well, he's actually the number, I believe he's number nine. I'll double number check nine that for in you fantasy. Right Last week, I believe he was ranked he number 10 nine now. now. 10 now, yeah, because he only scored like. I had like 11 points last week. Right, but his but last yeah, four, like 13.2, 19.5, 10.5, 10. 10.3. Uh, we know the Patriots have a pretty soft schedule the rest of the way besides the Bills twice and the Chargers this week. Pretty much good to go after that. But Mac has really started to look at him as a safety blanket. He's really started to look at him in the end zone. He's emerged as the clear number one tight end over Jonu Smith there. Uh, Jonu's obviously still getting targets and everything, but... Henry's out there more. Yeah. Max looking Not towards him more. Looked at at the red. Yeah. Right. Like so, I like the red zone targets. Red zone targets. You're gonna get touchdowns. That's what you. That's where the uh, money is with tight ends. It's the bread and butter. You need those red zone targets, that red zone production, and get some touchdowns out of your tight ends. Hunter Hunter Henry has been doing that, and I think he's gonna continue doing that as the Patriots start to make a playoff push. Um. I'll bet on that. I'll hop in the boat on that. And my other tight end here, uh, might even be able to pick him up. I don't know how what his roster percentage is. You might be able to tell me that he's on your team. Cole Komet. I like his role in the offense to keep going up. It's basically been steadily progressing throughout the season. He currently sits at, sits at tight end 26. So I guess this is more of a waiver pickup. He's only rostered at 26% of leagues, but that's somebody you could probably get for nothing if he is rostered and could possibly pay dividends. If you have somebody like Dawson Knox that's out, something like that could be a nice little stash at tight end. Yes, no, I agree with you because he last week he led the uh, the Bears in yards, receiving yards. Right. He's looking his way. And uh, I like him this week daily as well. San Francisco, 3100 bucks. That ain't bad at all. Oh, it's not. Not bad at all. San Francisco just gave up 30 to uh, Indy, and Mo Alley-Cox had a touchdown in that one, too. So, Don't yeah. hate it. I don't hate it. Hold down some. you have any more trade targets? No, that was my last one. I went with those three. People, listen up. Whatever league you're in, wherever site you go to to get your fantasy football, make sure you check and look. Find out when the trade deadline is. All right, start putting out some feelers. Now, listen up, people. Someone sends you a trade offer. 
even if it's a cold offer with no message or anything, just a straight shot out of nowhere, at least respond and say no thanks or not right now. Okay. When I joined the Dynasty League, I sent a trade thing out to everybody. And it wasn't a great trade. I just wanted to gauge who would respond to me and who wouldn't. So now I have a list of who answered and who didn't. So now I know where to go if I want to look for some trade action. Right. You know what I mean? I hear you. So I have a list of, in our dynasty, like, who didn't respond so I know who not to message. You know? So, I don't know. Just some just some advice, you know? See, gauge people. Find out where they're at, you know? And, and uh, I also find... Just cold off of somebody, you know, at least say something. But I mean, try to start a conversation where you can get the juices flowing and then maybe you can work something out. That's my advice. But yes, double check on your trade deadline. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for us this week on the Dirty 30. Uh, make sure to check us out on all the socials. It's Stone Sports Podcast at Stone underscore podcast on Twitter. Uh, we are live on ColorCast 11 o'clock on Tuesdays. That's Eastern Time. Uh, it's free to download in the App Store. Uh, that'll do it for us. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace.